Welcome to The Good Mood Show with Matt O'Neill. This is the show to help you navigate the challenging moods we all experience as human beings and where you will learn the best strategies to feel the good moods and good vibes we all love to feel. Because when you feel like your best self, you are your best self. This is The Good Mood Show. Now, here's your host, Matt O'Neill. Welcome to The Good Mood Show. I'm your host, Matt O'Neill. Be sure to hit subscribe so you get a good mood every single week. Today, we are talking with Lenita Mitchell-Blackwell, the intuitive business coach. Lenita leads her clients to live life on fire. She teaches us how to have ultimate success, and that means living with peace, joy, and fulfillment. Because when we have these things, we're success no matter what. Lenita has built an award-winning law firm and a publishing house. She's a number one best-selling author, a certified public accountant, an ordained new thought minister, and she's recognized nationally as an outstanding community leader. In today's show, Lenita will share with us the five ways to live beyond happy. Lenita, welcome to the Good Mood Show. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here, Matt. I'm beyond happy for you to be here today. <laughs> Are you joyful though, Matt? Heck yeah, I am. <laughs> and I'm at peace. Awesome. And so you're fulfilled. I am. Hey, just doing this show is my fulfillment. I know that's right. I love it. So Lenita has a free gift for you. It's awesome. Uh, it's her Live Life on Fire Blueprint. It's It has videos in the blueprint to help you find your purpose and to serve with purpose, to unstretch yourself thin. I love that. And to live your model life. If you're already a subscriber to the Good Mood Show newsletter, I'm going to email that out to you this week. If you're not yet and you want a copy of it, just go to goodmoodshow.com and sign up for the newsletter and it'll be an instant download for you or reach out to me on the contact page and we'll send it over to you. So Lenita, you teach yes. how to live an ultimately successful life. What That's is, exactly right. What is an ultimately successful life to you? It is truly a life that is full of peace, joy, and fulfillment. And I got to that place because and thank you for the incredibly generous introduction, right? I was living a life that was full of accolades and accomplishments, and it was a lot of fun, but Matt, it was a lot of stress. And it was not until one day my daughter found me passed out in the middle of the floor from exhaustion that I knew that I had to make a change of how I define success. So it wasn't going to be clothes, cars, money, and fame, right? It had to be something from within, or I was going to miss my daughter growing up. At the time, she was only six years old. And I was like, I don't even know where to start. And so I had to start by going within and making a new list rather than the one that someone else provided to me. And when I say someone else, I'm not talking about people who didn't love me, right? Because our families, our friends, our support system, they do what they were trained to do. Do well in school, get a good job, work hard, and people will like you and they will want to do business with you. And, and all of that happened, Matt, all of that happened. But then I didn't know how to turn it off. <laughs> And it was not until that moment that I needed, knew I needed to, 
And so I created a blueprint or a model for myself and I stopped checking someone else's boxes. And that that is what it came down to. Wow. I'm so glad you had that wake up when you literally mm-hmm. couldn't wake up. And mm-hmm. I so years ago, I was exhausted at night. Mm-hmm. And I've got I've got four kids now. At the time I, I just had two. Yeah. And I reached out to a coach. And, you know, and I specific, I filled out a coaching form and specifically I wanted someone to help me have more energy and joy with my kids at night. And, uh, and I had this guy like who got on and and started coaching me about this. And he's like, so tell me about, you know, what, why do you want this? I'm like, well, I wake up super early, you know, I'm doing all this reading and studying and working on myself. And then I, I, I go into the office and I work my freaking tail off and, yeah. and then I give it all. I put it all on the field, right? I might, I mean, I do a workout in the morning too. So I'm, I'm working my body physically. And then I come home and I'm just exhausted. In in bath time with my little angels feels like a total chore. Like, yes. like I, I don't have the energy to read a book to them at night. Yes, yes. And, and, I, and I said, can you help me? And uh, he didn't. It didn't work. The coach couldn't help me because he didn't have what you're teaching right now. Which is, hey, you know what? You're running yourself on exhaustion on things that don't matter to you. Yes. Yes, Matt. And you finally get to that place because you realize that this is never ending. This is a hamster wheel. There'll never be enough money. There'll never be enough cars. There'll never be enough homes. There'll never be enough recognition because that is not what brings joy. That's what we're all really chasing is joy, not happiness. Totally. I agree. And peace. And fulfillment. And fulfillment. So let's let's go into these three because these are three of my favorite states of being. Um, yes. So what what is peace to you and, and how can we find more of that peace? Peace is enjoying being. And I know that that sounds so simple, but there's so much involved in that. It is truly being happy with this moment right here, right now, and understanding that there is nothing else that exists but right now. We are all taught to plan, to prepare, to be ready to the place where we can't even just enjoy right now. And we forget that if right now doesn't matter, if you have a heart attack right now, if you're passed out in the middle of the floor right now, then all these plans that you made for tomorrow, they don't mean a thing. And so that is peace. That is truly embodying this moment and saying, I am grateful. I am thankful. I am well right now. That's peace. That is peace. And this isn't just something you can snap your fingers and say, hey, I'm going to do this because that takes practice. Absolutely. What you're talking about is saying, I have peace right now in this moment. Well, that's a practice. Yes. I I know you're big on meditation. I am too, but that is the practice. This meditation is the practice to say, is, hey, when I sit down on my meditation cushion in the morning, I'm practicing saying I have all I need right now. Exactly. And, you know, I, I had to get help to learn how to do that. Um, I met Mona Shaw Joshi, who was the executive director of the Art of Living Foundation here in Georgia. And they teach a wonderful program, 
funny, called The Art of Happiness. <laughs> I love it. Where they teach, right, where they teach you the art of meditation and breathing and just being. And you have to do it every day. Before things get wild and crazy, <laughs> you wake up in the morning to set your intention so that no matter what is going on, that you understand that you have total and complete authority of yourself and therefore the experience of this moment right now. I love it. Right now. Mm-hmm. And, and if we're at peace in this moment, this moment is also joyful. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And joyful being that no matter what is going on, that you are grateful. And I know a lot of people would say, but I want to be happy. No, no, actually you don't. Because happiness is dictated by external factors. I am a Florida baby map. So I grew up with sunshine almost every day. And so I love it when the sun is out, even when it's hot even when it's hot, right? And when it's raining, I I know that rain is necessary for our plants, right? And for the trees, but I'm not as happy right. as I am when, I, when the sun is out. And so I want to be beyond that. I want to be joyful, no matter whether it's raining or it's sunny. I want to be grateful that I'm enjoying this day, that I'm alive to see it, that I can feel the sun or the rain on my skin that there is something always, always to be grateful for. That is joy. So in my book that will be published January of this coming year, uh, it's it's called Conquering Bad Moods. And Ooh. the second part of the book is Choosing Good Moods. And the good mood that is the gateway to joy and peace and love is gratitude. Yes. And my overarching prayer and intention every day, like my life, my life goal, the number one life goal is God, let me feel presence and gratitude today. Mm. Because I just know when I'm grateful, joy is, is, I can access joy. But when I'm not grateful, when something's wrong, when I'm thinking something's not right, joy is not available to me in that moment. That's right. And the fact that you know that, Matt, means that you have total and complete authority and control over your life. So that no matter who is in front of you, how they're behaving, what they're saying, you have the ability to go back within yourself and open the door and walk into your joy. And And no one has control over that. The person listening right now because we just described it has the same ability. They've got the yes. access, they've got the doorway to joy. It's it's called gratitude. Now gratitude is a practice too. I, yes. I wasn't born grateful. In fact, I came up through a family line that didn't teach gratitude. I remember I watched the movie The Secret and Rhonda Byrne said, "Every morning I wake up and my, when my left foot hits the ground, I say thank And when my right foot hits the ground, I say you. And I Mm -hmm. walk through my house saying, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And so I went and I I cut out a white t-shirt and I wrote with a Sharpie marker, thank you. And I grabbed duct tape and I duct taped this like giant sign next to my bed so that when my feet hit the ground, I was reminded to say thank you and I've been doing that every day since. It's been 15 years to start my morning saying thank you. I love that. 
I absolutely love that practice. You know, one of the ways that I got used to doing my gratitude affirmations every day was I would start with every finger and then every toe. And so right there, I already had 20 before I even did anything as far as my prayers or anything, asking God, right? You were just saying, I'm thankful for this finger? I'm thankful for my thumb. I'm thankful for my pointer finger. I'm thankful for my middle finger. I'm thankful for my ring finger. I'm thankful for my pinky. And I did it for each hand and I did it for each toe. And that is how I got started. Sometimes, yeah, I had somebody tell me, hey, have you said thank you to your legs? And I'm like, no, because I always expect my body to perform for me. Mm-hmm. And it, this was in a meditation class. They said, I want you to, to really thank your right leg for being there for you. And so I sent, I sent my right leg all this, this gratitude. Thank you for being there my whole life. I've never said thank you to my right leg in my you know 42 years. And then she said, now I want you to, to thank your left leg. And so as you're talking about thanking your each finger and each toe, like we just take all these things for granted. It's, it's really easy to say thank you for our eyes. I get to see the people yes. I love this morning. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, a lot of people would make a comparison and say there are some people who can't. I would invite everyone who hears this to put that to the side, the comparisons, and just to be in your well of gratitude Mm. that you do have these things. Because although that person over there might not have vision, they might have something else that you don't, heightened hearing, right? And empathy that is beyond understanding so that they can be a joy and love for someone else that you are still trying to achieve. So, Focus on self. And then as you grow and people see that they're inspired and then they can grow as well. I love it. So I want to talk about these five ways to live beyond happy. Yes. Let's break them down. What's, okay. what's, our, what's our first way to live beyond happy? So understanding that happiness and joy are different. Right. So happiness, as we've said, is external, whereas joy is internal. We have to put aside someone else's definition of who we are and how we live, and we have to create our own. Now, this is not to beat up on, demonize, really take someone to task for teaching us these things, right? Because they did the best they could with what they had and what they knew at the time. But we all come to a place, Matt, where we grow up and we understand that things have to shift depending on where we are in life. And we have to create our own model. And so as we're doing that, we understand that we want something that is coming from within, something that is based on the intangible, but the ultimately important. Things that are peaceful, the things that are joyful, the things that fulfill us. And for most of us, those things can't be purchased. They cannot, no. Mm-mm. They can't be purchased. Purchasing something does make us happy. It does. You, like, but again, you, it's external. Uh, no, you get the new car and you're happy. Yes. For a couple of weeks. Yes. And then it goes away. Then it goes away. 
right? And, like, then, they, we, and then we want something else. Yeah, I need so something that we else. Get that. I need something yeah. else to get that happiness back. I, I think mm-hmm. I think about like Super Bowl winners. There's a lot oh of people, gosh. they work their whole life to win the Super Bowl and they are ecstatic. The confetti's falling a couple weeks later. They're, they're, they can be depressed. Like they can really become depressed because their whole life was about winning this external thing and they didn't find the joy from within. That's absolutely right. And speaking of being depressed, there's nothing else in this world that most of us want than to be joyful, to be happy, right? Because that's, no, that's for it. a lot of people- That's it. That's all we want. Right. But we're never taught how to do that. Right. And- and then we, we like the Super Bowl winners, you win one and then you want it again. And when you can't get it, you think that there's something wrong with you rather than thinking, but I had it. And that that's mine to keep forever and ever. Yes. And it was never about the Super Bowl. It was the process to get there. Right. 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 Yeah. We could be happy losing the Super Bowl game. You really could. If you have joy. If you have joy. Yeah. So that, that goes to that goes to number two. Your number yeah. two way to live beyond happy, you said, is to leave it all on the field. Gotta leave it all on the field. So you really have to understand that you did everything that you could, everything that you knew at that time. And you gotta look forward. No more looking back. Being grateful for the opportunity to have been involved in it, being thankful for the the things that you learned, the people that you met, the experiences that you had, and then moving forward, knowing that it was good. It wasn't perfect because, again, that's someone else's definition of life, but it was good and it will benefit you. It will benefit the people around you. And that was then. And now it's time to move forward. I love that. Yeah, I know. I'm always thinking, oh, I could have done that better. (laughs) Man, I played, I played basketball this morning. We lost two games. Did you really? Yeah. So we played three games. So I I was one and two and, and I, you know, and I'm sitting there at the end of the third game and I'm, I'm feeling like, man, I could have, I could have, you know, played that last play better. And, and I'm just feeling, I was feeling what it feels like to not have the external outcome that I want. Mm-hmm. And it didn't feel good. Uh, and then I'm like, okay, I went back to presence. I'm like, okay, yes. let me see. Am I breathing right now? So I started to focus on my breath rate, right, sitting there, ch- yes. taking my shoes off, sweat dripping off of my face. I started, yes. you know, going, and then I went to the showers and I'm like, okay. And I, I like, just looked at the soap on my hands. I'm like, I'm coming mm-hmm. to this moment. Can I be joyful in this moment that I have an opportunity to shower in a fresh shower? And, you know, by the time I got to the office, joyful. But sometimes we, though, sometimes there is an external loss. And I know, you know, a pickup basketball game isn't that big of a deal in a grand scheme of things, but it's the little ones. Sometimes I got to practice on the little things. Like I didn't win a basketball game today because if I can get good on that one, then when I have a bigger loss, hopefully I can do the same thing. That's right. And you build upon that, right? Um, Because part of the pickup basketball game is knowing that in that moment, you were present. And at that moment, that play that later you said, I could have done that better. No, at that moment, you did your best because that 
based on what was going on at that moment in time within yourself and the people around you, that was your best. That was the best I could do. It was Absolutely. the very best play I thought I could run. And Ryan yes. just happened to jump in front of it and get in front of that ball. And he, he took it down to the other end and won. And that was That's it. Right. That was, but at the moment, that looked like the play. Yes. So yes, thinking, at the thinking, thinking I could have done something better is not true. It's not even true. I, I, I played the best I could in that moment. Hey, if you love to stay in good moods as much as I do, be sure to hit the subscribe button on the Good Mood Show podcast. That way we could get you a good mood every single week. And look, if you know someone else that could use a good mood, share the show with them. Send them a text message. Let them know about the Good Mood Show and let's brighten up the world. Well, let's talk about number three. What's the third way to live beyond happy? So one of the things that you mentioned when we were talking before we started recording was the unstretching yourself then, right? And it is really important that we debunk, we take things off of the table so that we can enjoy life. You know, you mentioned that you worked with a coach and he he couldn't help you. I worked with a coach and the first thing she said, Reverend Rowena Silverbeck, I need you to make a list of everything that you're doing. And I had over seven pages. Yes. And she said, you've got to get that down to two. And I thought it was going to be impossible. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I need you to cut out 60% of what you're doing. For real, right? And I was just like, that's impossible. She was like, no, what's impossible is you continuing on this path and thinking that something is going to change. It's the definition of insanity. You keep doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. But Matt, that was exactly what I was doing. And I was just adding things on and people thought, hey, you know what? You, you're capable. You can do it. And I was like, yeah, I am I'm capable. I can do it. Yeah, but that's how you wind up tired and grumpy. And like you said, thinking that this beautiful moment with your babies during bad time is a chore. Right. The things that are not contributing to your life peace, your life joy, your life fulfillment, They've got to go. And it doesn't mean that they're bad things. And I I think that people really need to understand that. It doesn't mean that they're bad things. It just means that right now, at your point in time, they are not good for you. uh, I'm going to speak to this for a moment. I might say something unpopular. Uh, I I was on the board of the Chamber of Commerce and serving my community. And that that's really important to me. So I'm in Charleston, South Carolina. I'm just around the corner from you. All right. And uh, in our chamber is incredible. I love all the people there. And um, I, I'm like, I'm making a difference for the community I live in. And I know that you've been recognized for the difference you make in the community. But when I, when I looked at, hey, what is what are the things that are on my list that are keeping me from being having energy with my babies. Mm-hmm. It, it was one of the things. Yes. And so uh, as much as that was a really good thing and I, I enjoyed it and the people there enjoyed me and I felt like I was making a difference and I was making a difference, just because I could make a difference didn't mean I had to. That's right. And so that was one of the things that I stepped away from. And then I had more space. And yes. with, with more space, then I could give more space to the things that mattered the most. The other thing I did, and this is a really unpopular thing, 
uh, I was drinking a lot of coffee. Oh, you're going to get in trouble. Because uh, <laughs> you know all these folks who uh, are addicted to their Starbucks oh every day. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, and, and people, you know, people are like, you know, that's a drug. And I'm like, yeah, but it's got all these benefits, blah, blah, blah. You know, like mm-hmm. health benefits. And man, could I focus. So I, I would drink, I drink a crazy amount of coffee. I was up to like a pot of coffee a day. I drink half a pot before I left through the house. And I was like, just so on, like I could, I could just focus like no other. And then I'd get to the office and I'd focus. And then I'd come home and I had used all of my adrenaline from this coffee. And that was part of the reason I was crashing. Yes. So, uh, I went without coffee and had massive withdrawals. Yes. Like headaches, it, my wife decided she's going to do it with me. I don't know why, but she had massive headaches. And, uh, and, and I'll tell you what, I could not focus in the same way. Right. So it was, it was helpful. This is a good thing. I'm not saying coffee's bad. I'm not saying you need to give it up because what it gave me was this intense focus and I was on super yes. sharp. Yes. But what I got from not doing it anymore was more peace in the morning. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that focus was also making me overly intense. That's right. And so I wasn't actually joyful or peaceful. Well, maybe I could crank out more work, but for what? Because what we and already I, said we, is we want peace and joy, and I was sacrificing it. And Matt, I know you're interviewing me, but I got to switch this back on you for a minute. So the people in your life, particularly the ones at work and at home, what did they think about new Matt who was not so intense? Better, way better. Mm-hmm. Right, oh, more yeah. fun, more fun. So yes. I'm, I'm laughing more. Yes. Right, telling more jokes, cutting it up more. I'm more loose. Yes. Right, and that's more enjoyable <laughs> to be around. So maybe my work output isn't as high. Maybe it is. Who knows? But I, I felt like it wasn't as high. But now when I get home, man, it is so much easier to uh, cut it up with my kids. Like we're playing Uno last night at the kitchen table. Yes. And uh, I came in last place in Uno. <laughs> <laughs> but I got the energy to play a card game on a Tuesday night, right? Matt, Matt, you have shared now that you lost the pickup game this morning and now you lost Uno last night. I don't want people to think that folks going to be losers just because they're peaceful and joyful now. Hey, Come on. Hey, so so I, I got I to share this because this was, this was awesome. Uno has got this blank card. It's a wild yes. card that's blank. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you can make up your own rule. And we always make up something kind of crazy. And so my my daughter Harper last night said, if you play the blank card, you can point at anyone at the table and they got to stand up and do the chicken dance. It's so, it's so, it was awesome. Every time that blank card got played, somebody got called out. The chicken dance went on the um, Amazon Alexa and, and whoever it was had to chicken dance in front of everybody. And man, it was, it, it was joyful. Absolutely. But, and I, I have a question for you. Do you feel that you're more patient at work and probably a better mentor and coach to the people around you? Absolutely. Particularly. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying that you may not cr- crank out the same amount of work, but I suspect that you give better product and end results 
And so the people around you and who report to you are doing better as well. And so it's a much better environment. So maybe I'm getting more done without the, yes, without the coffee. Yes. Hey, this isn't a coffee bashing show. Look, I understand that, that 90% of the world is on their coffee this morning. It, you don't have to give it up, but it, just, just throwing it out there. Maybe, maybe <laughs> life will be a little more joyful if you're not all hopped up on caffeine. All right, let's move to number four. What, what's our, our fourth way to live beyond happy? So the fourth way is to serve with purpose. And I know that a lot of people are like, but I do that already. I I am involved in my professional organizations and I am out here and I'm volunteering in the community and I really enjoy it. And people around me, they are really getting a lot from it. But I have to ask you, all this being busy, is it necessarily productive? And that is a question that we don't like to answer. Because it means that we have to sit still and we have to come within and we have to learn to just be. And that's hard. That's hard, Matt. And the reason it's hard is because we're not taught to do that. We're taught to always be on the go. We're taught when people ask us to do things, we're taught to say yes. Yes to everything, particularly if it looks grand, right? And and I I understand because that was me. You, you said I, you told me you're a recovering addict, but I an, am an addict to approval. Addict to approval, and yay! Oh my gosh, Lenita, you're so awesome. You're so amazing. I just love having you on my team. I love working with you. And I know a lot of people think that I am being facetious, but I promise you, Matt, I am not. I used to live for that. Like some people live for the coffee. I lived for that feeling. And it didn't matter if I had to stay up all night. It didn't matter if I had to Zoom and sometimes speak. God bless my soul that I was never pulled over and that I was never in a car accident because sometimes I was really laying it on the, <laughs> on the um, accelerator. But it was at the sacrifice of myself of my soul. My hair was breaking off. My skin mm. was degrading. My nails had split in half. And my, <laughs> my way of dealing with it is I had a wig collection that would have made Beyonce like crap. <laughs> and I learned to do my face better than some of these Instagram influencers. And I always knew where the <sighs> best nail shop was in any city I was in. It's so, it's so interesting <laughs> that our bodies will tell us Mm-hmm. That hey, we're not living right, and we'll just cover it up. And that's what I was doing. I was covering it up until I couldn't cover it up anymore because I was di- diagnosed with stage four endometriosis, and it led to a series of incredibly brutal surgeries that mm-hmm. had me laid up, and I had nothing to do but to think and to consider and to evaluate my life. <laughs> And I said, I have got to make some changes. And that is when I met Mona. And I started doing both praying and meditating Mm. and working with Reverend Rowena and cutting all these wonderful things down so that now I have my firm and I have my coaching business, which also encompasses my books. 
And I tell you, no lie, Matt, I was afraid. I was really afraid that people would fall away, that I wouldn't have the same success. But I have watched God multiply what I have because I am so grateful for it. For I still have my health. There are some people who don't come out the way that I did, but I did. I still have my family. <laughs> Sometimes I don't know how my husband <laughs> made it through. Um, and after 24 years, you. God bless that man. So yes, he does. He loves you. <laughs> he really, really does. And I am able to see my daughter who's celebrating 16 today. Oh, happy birthday. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so I lost nothing. Yeah. But I gained everything. Yeah, and and so we, you had these early warning signs. Mm-hmm. The early warning signs with your hair and with your skin and with your nails. Yes. And so I I I had I had warning signs too that I was yeah. I'm doing. You know, I'm a I'm an achiever like you, right? I, I yeah. Want, I want all the recognition. I want everybody to be so proud of me, and uh, and I was getting horrible back pain. Like massive, like can't get out of bed back pain. Yeah. And, and, um, thankfully that I woke up to it. I, some, something I read directed me in a, in a direction that went spiritual Uh and it, and this idea came to me, what if this is my soul asking me to examine how I'm doing it? Yes. Yes. And you said, yes, I, I said, yes. And so it was a now a whole new journey that you've been on. I, I've been mm-hmm. on the same journey, and that's why we are connected on this show too. Because I, I just I, as soon as I saw about you, I said, "Man, I've got to talk to Lenita." I feel like we are we are two people who are just connected on this path. But yeah, My well, soul brother, absolutely. And if you're listening to the show, and you've got some physical things that are going on that maybe you've been ignoring, like, oh, the back pain. I used to just go to the chiropractor. You know, I'd say, all right, well, hey, doc, just crack me, crack my back so that I could get back to doing everything wrong. <laughs> I didn't say that. So I get back <laughs> to doing all this crazy workload that really I thought I had to do to keep like this impression of who I was so I could keep staying yeah. on top. So everybody would say, oh yeah, that guy's on top. Uh, and and then I made the, I made some changes. So let's talk about the fifth one. Absolutely. So the fifth one, and um, a lot of people would call this the last one, but this is actually the beginning, living your model life. It is understanding that your ability to live a life that is full of peace, joy, and fulfillment is just yours. And as you go through life and you are living better, you're feeling better. You are projecting an energy. There's a vibe about you that people will see and they will want to be around and they will want to know, what are you doing? So you don't have to push this off on anybody. They will come and they will ask. And then you can share if you choose. But it's important that you first set up a, a practice. And what that looks like for you that's what it looks like for you. For me, it's when I get up in the morning and I say my prayers and meditation, I do my breathing, I stretch, and I go for a run or a walk, depending on how I'm feeling that day. Set the intention of what is going to happen. And then I let it flow. I let everything that happens 
opportunity for me to live a better life and to be more joyful and to be the best person that I can be, no matter what is happening around me. That even those things that are bad, that kind of challenges, stress would stress you out if you didn't have the keys for peace, joy, and fulfillment, that we now see them as opportunities. We've all heard the saying that every cloud has a silver lining. I'm challenging everyone to think, what if, just what if you are that silver lining? That everything that happens to you is actually happening for you. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It mm-hmm. is. So the the back pain yeah. was a gift. It absolutely was. It felt like a curse. I know it did. But, you know, there's a book by Louise Hay called You Can Heal Your Life. And I, I read it when I was going through the midst of everything. And her position is that everything that happens to us physically is a manifestation of what is going on within us emotionally that we have taken the things that have happened externally into the world, into our bodies, and that there is something that is now manifesting as pain, discomfort. And that if we deal with the underlying root of that thing, that we can feel better. And one of the ways of feeling better is to express gratitude. Another is living in the present right here, right now, just being going for a long walk and just meditating and appreciating what's around us. We have control over what is happening to us as well as for us, but we have to approach it that way. Then instead of, oh my gosh, I don't know why this is happening. What about, oh my God, thank you. I see that something needs to change. And I'm open. Yeah. And I'm I'm willing to do the work. Yeah. (laughs) I love Thank you. I accept that. Yes, Matt. I accept that. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. Lenita, I have just loved this. And uh, your free gift, that Live Life on Fire blueprint, I am so excited to share that with our community. Thank you for that. You're welcome. If you guys are on the email list, you will get that incredible blueprint uh, in the email this coming week. And if you would like it, you can go to goodmoodshow.com and just sign up for that newsletter. We'll get it out to you. And I'm sure there are people that are like, man, I need more of this in my life. Lenita, how would people reach out to you and, and learn more from you? I know you've got books on Amazon, but how else would people reach out to you? Best way is my website. It's my name, lenitamitchellblackwell.com. And from there, we can connect. You can sign on up for my email list, connect on social media. And I'm easy. It's my name on everything. And we can just continue to chop it up. I'm going to do it. I'm on your email list. I'm going to stay, I'm going to stay connected. I'm I'm a huge fan, a huge supporter of all that you're going to do. Thank you. And I feel the same. I can't wait for your book to drop in January. I'll let you, hey, I'll send you a signed copy. Awesome. And thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Good Mood Show with Matt O'Neill. For free resources, videos, and materials about getting into your best moods, head over to thegoodmoodshow.com. And remember, when you feel like your best self, you are your best self. See you next week. Same time, same place.